Hello, and welcome to Living Fit with your hosts, James and Karen Roberts, personal trainers, life coaches, and motivational speakers. This program promotes good health through nutrition and physical activity. If you are interested in starting a personal fitness training program, please contact either Karen Roberts at 336-202-2313 or James Roberts at 336-707-7719. You can also contact them at Facebook at livingfit.com.co. Please consult your medical doctor before starting any exercise program or nutritional plan. And now, here's James and Karen. Good morning, everyone, and thank you for joining us for Living Fit. As always, it's our pleasure to be here to try to help you with your uh, health and wellness, your physical fitness and health. Uh, Today, we want to talk about having a solid foundation in starting your um, wellness program for exercise and eating correctly. Kira's going to get her fit tip and we'll be right back. Hi, and thank you so much for joining me for this week's fit tip. So um, today I want to talk to you about the benefits of eating flax seeds. But first, let's go to Bible uh, verse um, 3 John 1 verse 2. Dear friend, I pray that you may enjoy good health um, and all that may go well with you even as your soul is getting along well. So flaxseed um, have been around since the beginning of civilization. It's one of the oldest crops grown, and there are two types, brown and golden, and they are equally nutritious. Um, A typical serving size is one tablespoon, and it provides a good amount of protein, fiber, omega-3 fatty acids, as well as being rich in vitamins and minerals. So in other words, flax seeds are one of Mother Nature's superfoods. And with COVID-19 and so many other viruses on hand, we need all the superfoods we can get. Now, in addition to that, flax seeds are a rich source of lignans, which are a plant compound that have um, antioxidant and um, estrogen properties, both which um, of which can help lower the uh, risk of cancer and improve health. So flax seeds contain up to 800 times more lignans than other plant foods. The studies show that those who eat flax seeds have a lower risk of breast cancer, particularly in premenopausal women. So according to a Canadian study involving more than 6,000 women, those who eat flaxseed are 18% less likely to develop breast cancer. However, women are not the only ones who benefit from eating flaxseeds. Men can also benefit. Studies show that when men were given 30 grams of flaxseeds a day while following a low-fat diet, markers showed reduced levels of prostate cancer, suggesting a lower risk of prostate cancer. Now, also studies show that um, flax seeds appear to um, have the potential to prevent colon and skin cancer as well. So now all these studies are ongoing, but there is enormous evidence showing that flax seeds are a valuable food in the fight against various um, cancers. 
And flax seeds are a very versatile ingredient. You can purchase them in just about any grocery store. And you can sprinkle them on your salads, in your smoothies, and on hot or cold cereals. But here's the sidebar. Make sure you get ground flaxseed if possible because they're easier to digest and you won't reap as many benefits from the whole flaxseed because your intestines cannot break down the tough outer shell of the seed. And finally, you should store them in an airtight container. So please add this superfood to your arsenal of boosting your immune system and overall health. And share this information with your family and friends. And don't forget to tune in to Living Fit with James and Karen Roberts today and every Tuesday at 11 a.m. on 100.7 FM, The Joy. And have a blessed day. Thank you again for joining us. I'm James Roberts. And uh, if you would listen in at 8.30 a.m. on Tuesdays, Karen gives her fit tip. Today I want to talk about... Uh, building a solid foundation to help you stay on your exercise program. In Luke 6:48, the Bible says, "He is like a man building a house who dug deep and laid the foundation on the rock. And when a flood arose, the stream broke against that house. And it could not shake it because it had been well built. Uh, Building a solid foundation, we talked about last time, uh, three things we could do. We could have reminders, we could have a routine, and we could have rewards. And we talked about the things that trigger our behaviors. uh, That's the thing that initiates our behaviors. And uh, the routine is the actions that we take, and the reward is the what comes out or the benefit from having the behavior and the action. So to, to break the bad habit of uh, bad eating, it'd be simple. The solution would be to stop eating junk food. But of course, this is never easy because... The real issue is the habit, not the food itself. And we understand the reminder and the routine. Your first step is to shine a light on what happens with the current reminder and routine. Uh, We talked about going to the kitchen and always getting comfortable on the couch. And because it's a routine... It's hard to break that, uh, and and plus the fact that some of the foods that we eat have become addictive to us, and we we can't really control that because we get bored, and we get comfortable, and we get used to doing things that are uh, really not helpful when it comes to building good, healthy. Uh, programs when it comes to that. So then the desire for the pleasure of eating while watching TV is not easily broke because we, we get used to it and we go to movies. And now that we at home so much, 
uh, with COVID, everybody's triggered by uh, sitting in front of the TV. There's advertisements that bring us into this too. So research has found that habits uh, that trigger typical uh, fit into like five categories. Uh, and we talked about this location, time, emotional state, other people, and immediately preceding action. So today we want to talk about uh, how we can better build our foundation. In, in the uh, example we gave of, of in watching TV scenario, the set of triggers might look like this. The location of, of your TV is a living room. The time that you are watching the TV could be 8, 9 o'clock at night. Your emotional state is that you're bored, you want to be entertained. Uh, you may not have other people around, or you may have people around. That may be the problem. Immediately preceding action, uh, your favorite TV show comes on. And we talked about maybe doing away or uh, recording that TV program uh, so that we don't be entertained and, uh, and we don't let that time be the problem. Again, it's not hard, but we talked about that solid foundation. If we build, if we're going to build, we have to take the problem out of the situation. We have to take the, the bad foundation and build it with a good new foundation. So we write down notes about your own situation using these categories for three to five days, as some uh, may vary, for instance, your mood or time. So you may want to opt out and figure out how I can better use my time uh, knowing that if I have an appointment for gym or if I know that some foods are harmful to me, I need to keep them out of my home. We talked about that too. And afterward, we reviewed the information and looked for patterns for instance, maybe you snack only when you are alone or when you watch TV late at night or when you are in the mood for certain foods. So you have to take these and as a reminder of what is most important to you. If you're going to gain your health, if you're going to be active and physically fit and training, uh, you're going to have to uh, put these things at a distance. Or maybe you follow the routine of snacking only when you watch a certain show, like comedies or drama, or you get excited by it. Some people actually plan to watch these shows with, they already have their special snacks or whatever. Some of my clients have told me that they had gotten conditioned to, to doing these things. Uh, but we uh, need to know, do, do we tend to favor certain foods like cookies over other choices? And either we need to change to a healthier snack uh, 
and which would be some kind of uh, broccoli, uh, celery, carrot, uh, and and use those things to cont- uh, use as our snacks just to get us started in the right direction. But because, and again, like I said, if we have uh, the snacks that we normally eat in our homes, we're not going to be able to control that because we don't really have that kind of willpower uh, yet. So we have to build that. That's the reason why we have to build on a solid foundation. If you're going to boost uh, that way of thinking, you have to realize that it's not going to change if I continue to eat foods that are harmful to me. So these are just a a few clues to what needs to change so that you can shift to a, a new habit. But it may not happen all that quickly till you boost your motivation. So we need to make that list of different types of rewards you also enjoy. Like, you know, the the goal is to not punish yourself for seeking pleasure, but to choose rewards that make you feel good while investing in your healthier habits. So these are things that maybe we include taking a walk, meditating, or praying, or calling a friend, or snacks that are good for your brain and your body, like whole fruit, uh, fruits uh, and uh, good green teas and smoothies and things like that. And we need to make a plan. You know, it, everything works by us having a plan. Uh, when it comes to personal training, you know, everybody who comes to us, we don't use the same program for everybody. So, because everybody's not at the same level, we have to start at certain places and build to where they can go to a next level. Some people are uh, more advanced. Some people have been doing things on their own. Their problem is that they're not disciplined enough to uh, gather all the data they need to accomplish the goal that they want. So they come to a trainer or a health coach to help them do that. Now, once you've examined your routine, you need to have reminders that trigger your behavior. And the reward for your behavior or your habit, you can figure out which factors you can shift and uh, break that cycle. For example, instead of watching TV at the same time every night, use the time slot for other habits, which uh, would better would uh, better rewards like exercise, reading, or participating in a hobby that uh, would keep you from eating late at night. When you eat late at night and lay down on that food, it's not going to have a good result. It, it, um, we, we need to have a digestion period. We need to be moving after we eat. So we can't not uh, get up and move around after we've had a meal. We need to move around, 
Uh, we need to make sure that we're getting our water and we're exercising on a daily basis. And if you discover that it's not the snacks you crave, but rather the act of eating, maybe prepare healthier snacks to satisfy that urge. Because it really, uh, late at night's not a good time to be eating anyway, uh, no matter what it is. Because most of the time, if you're already tired, you're going to fall asleep on the food. And uh, like I said, we have to have time for, of digestion. So uh, you want to leave at least three to four hours before going to bed or sleeping or sitting in a chair for a long period of time. We talked about sitting too long. So, you know, even if it's just uh, watching TV for a few minutes, it, we have a tendency to, if we're tired, fall asleep, and we end up in bad positions. We end up with cricks in our necks and things like that that, you know, causes discomfort and uh, back problems and leg problems. And we talked about sitting too long. All these problems come about because we're in our chairs way too long. And it makes uh, sense to me that we take uh, time to uh, experiment with different rewards or triggers to find the right ones, but uh, uh, soon you can, with those, you can soon change your bad habits into good ones. And once you know how to choose the habit you want to change and break down the cycle of how habits work, you can empower yourself to make lasting changes. Now, just as you build muscle, when you consistently lift weights, your self-discipline will get stronger the more you exercise your discipline. Jesus spoke often about the importance of our discomfort. And we talked about, you know, that if you're going to be successful at, at weight loss or anything, you've got to have a level of discomfort at times. And, and Jesus spoke often in, in the Beatitudes. He called people blessed who are grieving, hungry, or poor in spirit, or suffering persecution for his sake. In Matthew 5, 1, you're not going to uh, be hungry for the righteous' sake if you're too comfortable. You're not going to be uh, better at fighting temptation, just better at avoiding it. So we, we have to realize that self-discipline is often defined as being able to to take a stronger stand against temptation than a less disciplined person would. Because essentially, if, if two co-workers are starting at a, uh, say, uh, staring at a box of donuts in the break room, the self-disciplined one abstains and the other one doesn't. And we talked about how people watch you and as believers, as Christians, people often watch us to see what our discipline level is. 
this is our witnessing tool. If, if people see that we have no discipline, then they have a hard time believing much of what we say. So uh, we need to gather our thoughts around representing the person we say we serve. And that's, we need to change slave masters and realize that what we're doing is uh, using this time to make better decisions and make stronger decisions about what we're doing and how we're going to do it. Again, we need we need reminders. We need the the, the routine, and we need. Uh, uh, to have reward. And our reward is that if you do these things, you will have much success around being able to uh, be able to control your urges. In uh, the letter James wrote, and the second verse is, my brother, brothers, count it all joy when you fall into trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. And then it goes on to talk about if you lack wisdom, let him ask of God who gives all liberally and without reproach that it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith with no doubting, for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. For let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from God he is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. So therefore, we need to realize that God expects us to use discipline. And uh, we, as believers, have to understand it's not all about praying. Praying It's about doing. Uh, James says that we need to count it as joy, because if we're being tested, then we get an opportunity, just like the, we talked about the weightlifter. If we don't have any, any resistance, we don't know where we're at. We can't tell if we're getting stronger or not. So don't be scared when this, this uh, testing comes. What you have to do is be able to tell friends and families that I'm trying to live a healthier life. I'm trying to be more disciplined. And you need to stare your, uh, your eating and exercise programs in the face and realize that you need to bring up your level of discipline by building a stronger foundation with a better uh, program of reminders, routines, and the reward you're going to get is a healthier life. 
you know, uh, a lot of people ask me and Karen a lot of time uh, about a plant-based diet because that's what we do. But we we actually do uh, what we call a nutritarian diet. It was developed by Dr. Uh, Joel Furman, and that diet incorporates more nutrients. So we get to eat more food, but it's it's, it's uh, higher density food, lower calorie foods. And the equation is health equals nutrition divided by calories. The more nutrients you put in your body, the healthier you're going to be. You'll be able to eat more. You'll be able to control your eating because the foods that you eat will have more nutritional value and they are not as over-filling. Uh, uh, they have less calories, but it's more food, so we don't get hungry. So uh, we have a lot to eat, and a lot of people think, well, y'all eating a lot, but we do, we do but it's, it's low-calorie foods with high nutrients. So you are more uh, would be more satisfied in in life than those who are without self-discipline. If you choose to fight the the these desires that we have to eat when we're really not hungry, but we're we're snacking on foods that have no nutritional value and are harmful to our bodies. So we have to change our mindset uh, by renewing our mind with disciplined thinking, uh, finding new triggers to uh, bring us around. And I'm telling you, the more you you uh, change your thoughts about what is good and what is bad, you'll be able to do this pretty quickly because I've had uh, a lot of my clients uh, which educating them about the importance of eating healthier and stop worrying about, you know, the taste, but thinking about the nu- nutritional value of what they eat and the benefit of what they eat as far as helping them with joint pains, as far as helping them with sleep patterns and things like that. So if we do that, we will build more discipline if we have the right trigger. Like I said, education, knowledge is a trigger. And if we use the knowledge we have we will exercise what we know to our benefit and gain better health. As always, um, I'm hoping that something will be said that will make you or help you to make better decisions and start a good exercise program. And if we can help with that in any way, please let us know. Uh, these broadcasts, I am posting them on our Facebook page, uh, Living Fit on Facebook. And uh, if you would like to, can't catch it now, you can catch it later.
But we want to thank you, as always, for listening, and we pray that something will be said that will help you avoid making detrimental decisions to your health and your fitness because uh, we want to see you in the future. As always, we take this time to say we love you, and we want to continue to inspire you to eat well, exercise, do activities that are beneficial to you. Next time, we're going to talk about when you're trying to lose weight, exercise can seem like a punishment uh, for what you're eating. I'd like to change that perspective on that. And it's no secret that there are tons of benefits to exercise. And I'd like to talk about some of those next time on Living Fit. So join us next week for Living Fit with James and Karen Roberts. And you have a blessed week. Keep living fit and doing what matters. We love you and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Living Fit. Please consult a physician or fitness professional before beginning any activity if you are under their care. If you would like to contact James or Karen, you can do so through the website, Facebook at livingfit.com.co, or call. Until next time, keep living fit and do what matters. Thank you.